0: It's Fox Top 5, the podcast where the hosts always agree to disagree. This week on Fox Top 5, Fox News contributor and host of Crimes That Changed America on Fox Nation, Emily Campagno. I just, I love that. Nothing makes me happier than looking around my dinner table and seeing my family faces. Comes on to share her top five favorite holiday traditions. Here's this week's host, Emily Campagno. Welcome to Fox Top 5. I'm Emily Campagno, Fox News contributor and host of Crimes That Changed America on Fox Nation. Every week on this podcast, Fox hosts, reporters, and personalities get together to share their top five of any given topic. The holiday season is upon us, and though things may look different this year, one thing the pandemic can't take away from us are our warm memories of holidays past. That's why this week I'm going to share with you my top five holiday traditions. I hope you enjoy them. Now, I thought about this long and hard, guys, and it's actually come down to my whole life of traditions. So you're going to join me today while we sort of explore Christmas past and Christmas present and maybe a little bit of Christmas future too. Number five. So the first tradition, it's so special to me, and it really is one of my favorites. Number five coming in is putting up the decorations. And I think you guys know me pretty well by now to know that I am like a fiend about Christmas decorations. I love putting them up. I find every corner available to put stuff in. But what I think I haven't shared before is the meaning behind these decorations and how so much of them have been passed down in my family. So it's not just about putting up a snowman that I bought in a store, but that is, you know, probably what I'm putting out is a nativity that my mom has passed down through generations. And I have three, three full nativities that I put out. Um, And even down to little tea towels that I remember growing up with in our family house that my mom has given me. And I just love putting them out. So there's a million decorations that I have that have stories behind it. And when I put them out, all my nutcrackers and whatnot, you know, I, I think about my mom telling me you know, this is this came from the part of Germany where your family is from and the trip that she bought it on, et cetera. So, but of course, don't get me wrong, there is a million things that I've purchased myself as well. So maybe some people think it's too much, but I think it's just a perfect blend. And you've also heard me talk about my dad's winery that he lives at, um, and I spend a lot of time there. And our tradition together, the day after Thanksgiving every year, we put up the holiday decorations. And I love that tradition with him. I look forward to it every year. And somewhat hilariously, it seems, and maybe this happens to you guys too, but it seems that even though we've literally put up the same decorations every year, every year we're like, but wait a minute, where does this one, how come the nail doesn't go? Wait, how is this? And you know, we're struggling under this like humongous garland and it's like dropping on us and um, people usually gather around to watch and help. And that's all part of the fun. And I'm definitely a regular Clark Griswold. So included in the decorations are me, is me putting out all the Christmas lights. And through the years, I have sort of built up like what I want it to look like. And I'm sure there's a stark difference between what I imagine it in my mind and what it actually looks like. But I, I try so hard. There was one year that I had um, a painting company come out and help. This was after, and I'm, I'm not making this up, I'm not exaggerating. I had, I got this hair-brained idea that I that I could reach the top roof. And I was like, okay, this is, this is how we're gonna do it. I'm going to come out of the sort of alcove window on top of the master bedroom. And I literally tied, I mean, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud, but I, I tied an electrical cord. I fashioned it like around my body like a safety harness, except clearly it's not a safety harness. So I was like sprawled on the roof while my husband was holding the electrical cord and he was like this isn't safe this isn't safe i don't want to do this i don't want to do this and i was like just a little bit further a little bit further i can get it and about oh 10 minutes in i had gotten one row like the side edge up and then i was like you know what this probably isn't worth risking my life and so i gave up and that was the year that i allowed people to come help and put them up on that top roof top roof but Um, It's such a source of pride and I just love the joy that it brings other people and I'll never forget there was one guy in the neighborhood who stopped over when he saw us outside and said I just want to let you know how much I love this and uh, he I'll never forget he said I think this is what the neighborhood needs right now and this was years and years and years ago so I honestly don't even know what he meant by that but um, other than it was super sweet and I felt like it was it brought joy so if you guys come over to My house during the holidays, you will be treated to a ton of awesome decorations and a light display that I am very proud of. Number four. Now this holiday tradition that is my favorite, and I'm sure for everyone it's the same, but of course it's family visiting with family and being with family. And as you also know, the geography of my family has sort of changed through the years. So I grew up in the Bay Area with all five of us under the same roof. And now everyone lives in different places half the year and people are, you know, travel for a living and there's grandchildren now and all of these exciting developments that have made our world and our home so much bigger. So one tradition that we've developed as adults here in Seattle, now that all three daughters live here, um, me and my two sisters, is that we each share a day of hosting. And one of my sisters lives on a houseboat on Lake Union, which is a really unique way to live. And Lake Union is, if you see the pictures of the Seattle skyline, it's a body of water just under the space Needle. So she has a stunning view right downtown. And it's really, it, it truly is a front row ticket to the Christmas boat parade. And I think it might be called the Boat Parade of Lights. Something like that, but basically all the boats in Seattle, which is a huge maritime city, um, there's a t- you know all these lakes and and waterways that are connected by different channels and whatnot. But every year on the on December 23rd there's a boat parade, and all the boats are lit up with Christmas lights. So on the 23rd we all go to the houseboat and we bundle up and we sit on the roof and we watch as the Christmas boat parade it ends in Lake Union. So we we have this, again, front row seat of the boats like sailing up, all decked out with Christmas lights, everything from huge, amazing yachts to kayaks go by and everything in between with just such sweet light displays. And of course, everyone finds a way to make their boat look unique and be unique and have like, you know, Rudolph on it and all of this awesome stuff and there's usually music playing. So to the sound of Christmas carols from usually a barge in the middle of Lake Union. Then we get to watch all of these boats sail by and then they stay in Lake Union. So then it becomes sort of almost like a water Christmas tree of lit up ornaments everywhere. And we sit on top of the roof there and enjoy you know, hot chocolate and maybe it's spiked hot chocolate and uh, mold cider and we watch the boats and it's so great. It's such a special experience and one that I'm really grateful for to have here uh, now that I live in Seattle. And so that's the 23rd. And then Christmas Eve is when I host and I'm the youngest of the three daughters. And so Christmas Eve, everyone gets to come over to my house and enjoy the decorations that I talked about before and my painstakingly decorated Christmas tree. Um, And I cook a big dinner and we have a gift exchange at my house and I get to have everyone over for sort of a proper inside um, celebration. And I just love that. I really look forward to that all year. I love hosting. I love having my family in my own home and it's just wonderful. And every year I cook a million different items. And one year I tried to do the seven fishes I think I got up to like five, unless Chopino counts because there were a ton of other shellfish in there. But I just, I love that. Nothing makes me happier than looking around my dinner table and seeing my family faces. And then on Christmas day, my other sister, so the middle one, uh, she hosts Christmas day dinner. And that is so special, of course. And to see, you know, it's a different form of special too, to, to go to my sister's house and see, some of the china that we grew up with and the things that I talked about with you guys that my mom has given me in the form of decorations and whatnot you know she's done it for all of her daughters so I love going to my sister's house and seeing these special things that I grew up with these special traditions Um, you know having grace around the table with all of us and dishes and whatnot it's it is equally special for me to participate in that as it is for me and host it for as for me to see my sister hosting it and her three daughters, watching them grow up through the years and start participating in these holiday traditions that we have and then the different recipes that we cook together. Um, and the traditions that they've created in their household as well. So it's just though I think that's something that I'm I'm so I know I'm so thankful for to have here in Seattle and it's been a really special circumstance. I never, I never imagined in a million years, the three of us would be living here together and we do. And so that sharing this holiday and having it be, each of us have a day is really remarkable to me. And it's been um, one of my favorite parts of living in Seattle. The countdown continues after this. The Fox News Rundown, a contrast of perspectives you won't hear anywhere else. Your daily dose of news twice a day. Featuring insight from top newsmakers, reporters, and Fox News contributors. Listen and subscribe now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Number three. So the third holiday tradition that is one of my favorites. Now we're going back to Christmas past. And I mentioned before that I grew up with all five of us under one roof in the Bay Area. And every year, my family, my parents would take us to Yosemite. And Yosemite's a national park in California. And it's just stunning. And especially back then in the 80s when it wasn't as crowded as it is now. And it just is really one of the most absolutely stunning. It's one of the most just remarkable places I think in the whole world and just stunning cliffs and waterfalls and snow and it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. And every year we would go. We'd actually go at least once. We'd go one time in the winter and one time in the summer. It was just a few hour drive from where we grew up. And every year for Christmas, growing up, we would each get all all of us girls would get a tiny little C's candy box. And in the box was the same kind of chocolate every year, which I actually, gosh, I don't know the name of it, but it was um, sort of caramelly in the middle, but like not stretchy like caramel. It was a filling. And the outside was a milk chocolate with sprinkles on top. It was so good. Cafe Beaujolais comes to mind, but I don't know if I'm making that up. But it, it, they're they're so good. I mean, I don't know how I didn't eat all nine at one time. But in that little seized candy box that each of us girls would get was a handwritten ticket to Yosemite. And that was my parents are giving us our ticket to go on the family vacation, and we just looked forward to that all year, and it was so special. And the thing about too being a child is, if you do something twice, it becomes a tradition. And I just remember the second time it happened being like, I mean the first, but the second being so stoked and and sort of realizing like, oh my gosh, this is it again, how awesome this is. And every year we got it, and I just loved that my dad would write out, you know, here is Emily's ticket to Yosemite, um, and it was just so sweet and so memorable. And I, I just loved that. And I still do. Number two. Every year, you know, where I have been a dancer since I was three, and I'm part of a strong performing arts family. We were all musicians and dancers and performers. And we just love all of us. We love the theater and symphonies and everything. And I've just been so blessed to have grown up in a family that loved the arts and really fostered all of that inspiration in us and every year we would go to at least one and usually multiple and so for sure we always go to the Nutcracker Ballet and growing up every year um, I was always performing in it and now Again, living in Seattle, we we always go to the the P&W, the Pacific Northwest Ballet's performance of the Nutcracker Ballet, and we take my nieces, which is just wonderful to see them love it. And every year, just love the experience. And then we often go to A Christmas Carol, which is my favorite play or my favorite Christmas story. And that's been wonderful. And through the years too, depending on where I live, I've loved going to all the different theaters performances of those things because I've had the good fortune or the opportunity or whatever to live in a lot of different states and even last year I went to the Rockettes in the city in New York and that was awesome I'd never seen them perform before so at least one performance every year and 99% of the time it's the Nutcracker Ballet and then along with something else And that's something I have such special memories through the years of all the different places. And of course, the San Francisco Ballet is what we grew up with going and seeing. And I just love that. I love going to these performances with my family and seeing all the other families and all the other kids get so excited about it. And I might take home an ornament from the gift shop every year. Don't hold me to it. But those are just phenomenal experiences and, again, watching my nieces grow up with it, too, is so special to hand that down to them. Number. 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 Number one. Five, four, three. Number one. And then my last holiday tradition that I'm so grateful to have is a little, usually I try to do a small family trip over the holidays just to our cabin, or I mentioned before that we got to go to Yosemite every year. And it was so special for us and remains so special for us to have access to a winter wonderland and all the snow sports, ice skating and cross-country skiing. And I, I, you know, you know how close I am with Duchess and she loves the snow. And I love, I just love the winter still in the snow. And I've never lived in a place where it snowed, but I've always lived near it. And so that's part of what made it and makes it so special to me is being able to get out of the city and drive a couple hours and all of a sudden i'm in this like amazing winter wonderland and in the metau here um, the metau valley is in washington state it's part of the okanagan region it's just below the border of canada sort of in the um sort of smack in the middle but a little bit to the eastern side of the state and it's just gorgeous territory. It's just absolutely beautiful. Two rivers that go through the valley. And it's just beautiful and serene. And there's a little, a couple little towns in the area that are so fun to wander and tons of gift shops. And my, one of my like top five favorite bookstores, which maybe should be the topic of another podcast, you guys, is, is my favorite bookstores. But one of them is there in that little town of Winthrop. And we just have our traditions there, too. The even, even the small ones, like sitting in front of the fire and reading during the afternoon and watching all the deer go by and Dutchess chase them all. But it's just really, it's so peaceful over there. And I am truly blessed to have an opportunity to go there every year and sort of carry on that Yosemite tradition that I grew up with being so special to me. And this year we are indeed going there and we're going to spend New Year's there, which has become a tradition also. And that's my favorite way to celebrate New Year's is quietly, with family, in a cabin, someplace beautiful, I really can't think of a better way to ring in the new year and say goodbye to the old one. And on that note, I will say goodbye to you all, but I hope that you are enjoying your favorite holiday traditions this year, even if they look a little different. And from my family to yours, Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at foxnewspodcast.com. Let us know your top five. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at guybensonshow.com.